Welcome to Sluza. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism, and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting, and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. Welcome to Smoother, a place for common sense. Today is Saturday, December 5th, 2020. My name is Mike Duchesne. That can only mean one thing. You are watching the only program which discusses politics, social issues, through the prism of common sense. Since November 3rd, 2020, the U.S. election took place. More than a month later, the individual who lost the election has refused to concede. And yet, the president-elect is hard at work trying to put in place measures to combat one of the most devastating pandemic that has already cost the life of more than 278,000 How does one make sense of the notes? Talking points, sound bites, bickering of self-serving politicians, constituent too full of hatred to unite, hypocrisy, lies, deception running rampant in Washington. Is it all politics? Join me every day at 11 a.m. on Sousa for discussions on social political issues which might impact your lives and those of future generations. See you soon. If you join us before, we do thank you for helping make this journey a little bit lighter, a tad more bearable. If you join us for the first time, we welcome you once again to Slusa, the only place which discusses social political issues through the prism of common sense. What makes any situation difficult is the interaction of people. I remember a bust of my used to say that there is nothing that the human mind cannot resolve. The major problem for any solution or any aspect of solution to any problem rather is a human being. Ironic, isn't it? The past four years we have, as a country, complained as far as the state of the country, chaos, turmoil, outrage, and death, all of that caused by the one individual whose job is to prevent those things from happening. Now, in Washington, in order to keep the status quo, those things are framed as politics. For more than four years, I've been pointing fingers and scream at the top of my lungs that Republicans leaders in Washington are responsible for the state the country is in. And that has always been the case well before Donald Trump became president. For those of you who have watched this program, provided a number of examples to show you that 
Indeed, Republican leaders never really want to solve any problem in Washington. And notice I said Republican leaders. Now, Democrats have their fault too, but that's not one of them. You may not agree with their policies, with their agendas, with their legislation. That's a whole different story. But Democrats have always proven, Democrat leaders at least, they always proven to be more interested in solving the problems of the country, the problem of the American people, than their own. That is not to say they have not tried to stay in power, far from it. But Republican leaders would go beyond. They would hurt their constituent in order for them to keep the power. And this is not a hyperbole either. We've watched Mitch McConnell rallying his troops in 2009 when the country was in the midst of a recession. People were suffering, job loss, bankruptcy. Even Wall Street was in disarray. The country was in problem, in trouble. We're talking about the country. But Mitch McConnell decided he's not going, he wasn't going to work with the president because as far as he is concerned, if he can prevent the president from helping the American people get better, that's not going to be good for a Republican. And the president can get a second term. So his focus was exclusively to prevent anything from happening. So you cannot tell me those individuals are really working for America. So Donald Trump, of course, has exacerbated the problem. But a lot of people have pointed fingers to Donald Trump as if he is the problem. I've been saying for a very long time that Donald Trump is simply the fifth of the problem in the Republican Party. Leaders in the Republican Party do not give a hoot about the United States of America, do not give a hoot about the constituent. If they can keep their power by any means necessary, they will do exactly that. And today, I'm going to show you how far Mitch McConnell had gone in order to stay in power, even if that means to destroy the United States of America. Those are not opinion. They are facts that Republicans do not care. The hotly contested presidential election is over, but the challenges that lie ahead for this new administration are many and very difficult. Yes, we voted out the destructor of our norms, but our job is not done. The Biden administration will face a very corrupt and uncooperative Republican Party in both the House and the Senate. In 2009, in the midst of a devastating recession with unemployment rising, bankruptcy multiplying, the economy cratering, Mitch McConnell opposed everything Obama tried to do to remedy the situation. It is naive to think it will be different this time. The country simply cannot rely on Republicans, so let's not. Join us live every Saturday at 11 a.m. to bring forth ideas to combat those challenges. Together, we can help rebuild America with Joe. See you soon. You just, just join us, we, we are talking about rebuilding America. And uh, to do so, we have to do a number of things that are rather important. Uh, remove, uh, at least identify the problem, then hopefully bring forth a solution 
in, in order, order to solve, solve those problems. And, and uh, one of the a few of uh, the problems that the country has been confronting, especially for the past few months, uh, the first one is the major one, the spread of the coronavirus in the country. And of course, with the spread of the virus, we have a number of casualties and we also have a number of people infected. Uh, the second aspect, and this is the second part that we are going to tackle today, is to show you that the problem the country is confronting is not one of those normal problems, social problems that a country confronts. And you have leaders getting together and try to find a solution for the problem. We are rather talking about problems that are caused by the very people that we elect to resolve problems. So let's take a look at the spread of the coronavirus, for instance. In January of 2019, January 6th to be exact, the United States of America, along of, of all the countries in the world, received from the health World Health Organization who notification that a pandemic identified in China will be spreading across the world. And, of course, who job is to provide as much information as humanly possible for those head of state to wrap their hands around that problem. So who provided guidance? Most countries in the world follow the guidelines. And of course, they have their own uh, internal ways of dealing with those type of problems. So they look at what they get from the World Health Organization and they kind of coupled it with their own internal procedures, and they set in place measures to counter the spread of the virus. Unfortunately for us here in the United States, we have an individual who not only doesn't understand what that is, but refuses to accept the advice of expert. He paused as expert in everything, so he knows what's going to happen. You may recall very quick, clearly, that he tell you that the virus is going to disappear. And the more he said that, and the more casualties, the more infection that we have. And as such, today, the United States of America has the most infected people in the world, has the most casualties in the world. Not because of lack of resources, not because of lack of experts, but rather because of an incompetent individual as president of the United States. Today, as I mentioned, we are reeling, the country is reeling of uh, the spread of the coronavirus. This number, 2,800, that was the number of people who lost their lives on December 3rd. And if you look at on my right, uh, on, on the screen, you notice the trajectory of the spread of the virus. On April, in April rather, we had just over 1 million people who were infected in April. November 27, the number jumped to 13 million. And uh, now, now, a few days, days later, later, the, the number, number is well over 14 million. million. Again, as I mentioned, those things did not happen by accident. They happened because the individual who is in the Oval Office, whose job is to protect the people, decided who cares those people die, who cares their health are impacted as long as they continue to stay in power. And it, and it so happened, happened it's not alone. Because all the Republicans in Washington, instead of attending to the affairs of the people, including Republican governors, as we saw in, we see in, 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 in Florida, Ron DeSantis, who lied to the people of Florida about the spread of the virus. So governors, Republican governors, in order to align with the Republican Party, Harming the people that they serve, harming the people that they took an oath to protect, but they want to be aligning with the Republicans. So as such, they do what's wrong, 
by the, 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 the constituent, constituent, but they, they feel good that they are aligning with the people. people. Now, in, in an environment where the constituent would be smart, this would not really be a problem that would last long, because they would get rid of those people, they would get rid of the governor, they would get rid of the senators, they would get rid of the congressmen, they would get rid of the president. But unfortunately, we have a double problem in, in the Republican Party. We, we have the leaders who couldn't give a damn about him, and, and we have the constituent who are not smart enough to realize that they're not being led properly, they're being misled, they're being deceived, but they are so full of hatred, they rather helping the leaders who do not care about the country burn the country down. So when the coronavirus started in yeah, unfortunately, in the notice, Donald Trump, who is the president of the United States, decided, oh, I'm not going to do anything because it's the blue state. All the blue states don't belong to America. So they can die for all I care. And so, it did absolutely nothing. And now, the whole United States of America is reeling with the coronavirus. Now, now, the state that they call red state, meaning the state that supported him, the state that voted for him, those are the state he was, is going to, to, to support. But this is another unfortunate aspect of the problem. The people who belong in the red state, the legislators, the governors who belong in the red state, the Republican state, they went along with that. As, as if it's okay for a president to do something like that. that. They, they approve it, they support it, they defend it. it. Because to them, it's okay. You know, it's, it's a good state, the good state people can die. We belong to the red state. So the those individuals, and it is pretty obvious by now, to anyone who is an American, a patriot, those people do not really care about the United States of America. Because, because it's, it's all about them versus the others. So Donald, Donald Trump, Trump becomes the individual that says, oh, if it's the Democrat, Democrat don't worry about them. them. And they, they went, went along with it. But you might want to think that it's because Donald Trump is in the Oval Office. Because it's sounds like as if that's what I'm saying. But unfortunately, that's not the case. That was never the case with, with the Republican. Republican. In, In the program that I did here before, I showed you that Republicans have always worked even against their own constituent Republican leader status. So the, so the fact, fact that, that the country now is facing is confronting a pandemic now that pretty much plastered in the whole country is not an accident. And it's, and it's not, not politics. politics. It's Mitch McConnell, it's Marco Rubio, it's Devin Nunez, it's Jim Jordan, it's Lindsey Graham. All the Republicans, they got themselves in this position saying, we do not care what's happening to those people. As long as we align with the president, we're sure going to keep our job. And they weren't wrong. Lindsey Graham got re-elected by the people of South Carolina. So why would... They, they do anything for them. them. Why, Why would they, they do anything on behalf of the country? country? Mitch McConnell got re-elected by people of Kentucky. Why in the world would the Republican, Republican legislator act on behalf of the United States of America when they, when they have a free pass from the Republican constituent? And I've, I've been saying in this program, program time and again, that the Republican constituent are either gullible or naive or ignorant enough not to understand that those people are the ones that are dragging the country in the predicament it is in. If they get to that point because of Donald Trump, Donald Trump speed up the process, as I mentioned time and again, Donald Trump helped to expose the Republicans for whom they really are. Donald Trump didn't, didn't make the Republican legislature in Washington what they are. They've, They've always been that way. way. And, and as such, here we are with a virus that's destroying America. America.
Yes, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump is the president and, and should have done something. something. But in other words, the Mitch McConnell, the Devin Nunez, the Marco Rubio, those people, they all care. In fact, they defend Donald Trump. You may recall Richard Burr, who made tons of money on Wall Street and put out there an article that says everything is fine, Donald Trump has everything under control. Did he? Of course, we should go. No, he was the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. So he had that kind of information. But he lied to the American people. So, what do we do next? How does one make sense of the notes? Talking points? Sound bites, bickering of self-serving politicians, constituent too full of hatred to unite, hypocrisy, lies, deception running rampant in Washington. Is it all politics? Join me every day at 11 a.m. on Sousa for discussions on social political issues which might impact your lives and those of future generations. See you soon. After reading several books based on presidents and on Obama specifically, I found that they're typically partisan. The Obama legacy targets the heart of the issue by giving credit to the president where it's due, but definitely coming down hard on Obama on his bigger failures, like his handling of the Syrian crisis. If you are in college, going to college, you are an educator, a faculty member, or someone with interest in government or politics, the Obama Legacy is definitely a book to read. My professor recommended the Obama Legacy. A friend actually recommended the Obama Legacy. I would highly recommend this book for anyone, whether for academic use or leisure reading. I would recommend this book to anyone out there searching for an impartial and unbiased look into Barack Obama's tenure as president. I would definitely recommend this book as a good read for both liberals and conservatives. If you, if you just, just join us, us my, my name is Mike Duchesne, and, and this is Fuzza. We, we are talking about rebuilding America. America. I, mentioned I mentioned earlier that uh, the country is reeling, uh, is spread of the coronavirus. Uh, yesterday, the United, United States of America added another 227,000 more infected cases, and we had approximately 2,600 people who have already lost their life. Today, as we're talking, the number of people infected has already surpassed 14,000. This is early in the day, so you can imagine by the end of the day how many more cases we will register here in the United States. Now, it is bad. Uh, health expert, uh, more specifically Dr. Anthony Fauci, already uh, uh, gave the, 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 the grim warning that things are going to get even much, much worse. We, we remember the Thanksgiving where people, mostly Republicans, who listened to their uh, fearless leader, uh, Donald Trump, uh, uh, ignored advice by a healthcare professional, so they traveled. So the, the expectation, expectation is, within a week, the number of people infected will be even much, much higher, and the number of casualties will also increase. According to the latest model, uh, Christmas, Christmas week alone should add a total of 15,000 casualties. The Christmas week alone, that's according to the latest model that's provided by John Hopkins University. If things are going the way that things are going, not even calculating the fact that the Thanksgiving uh, festivities may change that to the worst case scenario, that 
If things continue to go the way it is going, then the Christmas week alone will add a total of 15,000 people who would have lost their lives. This is the grim aspect for the country because obviously uh, we would like to see an, an end of that. And that also is a good uh, uh, place for to, to say that, that yes, there may be an end to it because uh, we do have uh, uh, two pharmaceutical companies, Pfizer and Moderna, that have already put their application. They apply for an FDA emergency uh, uh, approval. And if FDA provide that, that approval to those companies, then we will have vaccine available. But make no mistake, that does not mean we, we will automatically have the vaccine to apply to administer to people because it will take some time for the rollout of the vaccine and it will also take some time to reach the people most in need of the vaccine. As you can see on your screen now, we have kind of a schedule as to whom are going to receive it first and so on and so forth. And per the schedule that you see on your screen, you will notice that uh, the people are uh, more at risk uh, are going to be uh, are going to be tackled first uh, if you look at on the right uh, hand uh, on the right side of the screen say who gets it first and you see a phase one a, a phase one b and of course the last phase is the phase where the general population will get the vaccine but until that happens and because we are coping with the logistic of things, that means more and more people will die in the process. So in other words, uh, the idea that you may find yourself, uh, uh, you may find yourself uh, uh, in, in, in a good position because there is a vaccine available, uh, the the advice still remains do not make any plan to get sick because as you see that there are a number of states uh, even the whole country according to dr anthony fauci we should definitely not travel during these holidays because if we want to make certain that we contain the spread of the virus then people should not travel and a number of states have already implemented i've already put that in place this you're looking at on the right hand uh, uh, of the screen uh, is a city in California, Los Angeles, that pretty much deserted the street, uh, the, the malls, the markets. Every place is even a park, pretty deserted because, well, California is one of the states that also being uh, uh, ravaged by the spread of the coronavirus. So a number of governors have been taking a lot of measures to prevent those things from uh, uh, from becoming even unmanageable as it is already here in the country. So we have a very serious problem in the country in terms of the spread of the virus. It could have been prevented. And that's the operative word. It could have been prevented had we had a president who cares, a president who let the expert take care of the problem, then the predicament that the country is in would not have been. But un unfortunately, this is an, an, an almost an impossible situation that we're in where people are dying and yet we, we do not yet have a cure. FDA set uh, December 10th uh, to look at Pfizer and December 17th to look at Moderna. Now a lot of health professionals are, are pressuring FDA to just approve the, the vaccine because according to the data already released by both uh, pharmaceutical companies, uh, those uh, vaccines would be 95% effective. It is a very high rate in terms of, of success when it comes to a drug. So 95%, this is a success. So there is no reason uh, for FDA to hold up the line while more and more people are dying. And of course, uh, FDA has a job to do. 
if a Z doesn't go through the process that in place, then sooner or later the agency itself would have no reason to exist and a pharmaceutical company would just ask for FDA to approve without even going through the procedure that they have in place. So it is understandable why people, especially in the healthcare professional, are pressuring FDA to do something, but at the same time, it should be, we should exercise patience because if we want an agency that does the job as it's supposed to, then yes, more and more people will die, and uh, hopefully FDA will be able to approve the drug without uh, uh, any further delay. So for you, you have a, a role to play. Your role is to prevent yourself from being infected. Your role is to prevent yourself from spreading the virus. Wear your mask if you have to be out. Take all the precautions, guidelines provided by the healthcare professionals so that you protect yourself, you protect your family, and you do not contribute to spreading the virus across the world, across your community. So that will help to a large extent uh, contain the spread of the virus until we actually have a vaccine that can start doing the counter of what is currently going on in the country. So, in a sense, we are in the predicament we are in because of the incompetence, because of the callousness, because of the indifference of the individual who raises his hand to protect the nation. He failed at the job. He failed at everything that the, the country was expecting him. So it was a good move by the American people on November 3rd to get rid of him. But as we waiting for the day for him to evacuate the Oval Office, the damage that's being done to the country is unprecedented. And we're going to show you in the next session that the Republicans, as I've always said, the Republican leaders are the major problem that the country has. I mentioned time and again, Donald Trump is the least of a problem. Sure, he exacerbates the problem. But I mentioned it, I wrote about it, that Donald Trump will be gone. And sure enough, one term, he is leaving. But the Republican legislature, those who have, who have made it possible to have somebody like Donald Trump as president, those people are still there and they're still going to be around for a while. And that's the problem this country is confronting. It is not politics when you have an individual, a legislator, an elected official who, instead of doing the job for which that person was appointed, decided to side to align with an individual that's destroying our institution, that's harming the people. But they feel good about it because they can bet on the culpability, on the naiveness, on the ignorance of the people who support them. Much unfortunately. Someday soon, the time of Trump will pass. This circus of incompetence, corruption, and cruelty will end. When it does, the men and women in Trump's Republican Party will come to you, telling you they can repair the damage he's done. 
They'll beg you to forget their votes to exonerate Trump from his crimes. Ask you to forgive their silence, their cowardice, and their betrayals as Trump wrecked this nation. Every time they had a choice between America and Trump, they chose Trump. Every time they were called to the service of this nation and their sacred oath, they chose Trump. Every time. Learn their names. Remember their actions. And never, ever trust them again. Join us. My name is Mike Duchenne, Duchenne and, and this is Souza. We, we are talking about rebuilding America. But in order to do so, we have to remove the problem. We have to tackle the issues, be it social, health, environment. We have to tackle all the issues in the country. I mentioned earlier that. The major problem the country is confronting is not any of those issues that any country would confront on a regular basis, such as the environment, such as healthcare, such as uh, race relations. You name it, the, any country will have to confront those type of problems because as a society, as the, uh, we have uh, a different uh, group of people moving into the different parts of the country and take uh, the, the, the progress of technology, progress of science, there are a number of issues that will emerge that legislature will have to confront and come up with a solution for. But we never imagine that it is the leaders themselves, the legislature themselves, that would become the problem for the country. Now, when I talk about uh, the Republican leaders being the problem, that in the sound like, well, it's just a damn liberal talking. Now, one of the things that, but now, for those of you who have watched this program, you already know that we really don't say those things without providing you example of what we talk about. It is one thing, for instance, if I say Donald Trump is a liar, you may say, oh, that guy is biased. Well, maybe you don't understand the definition of the word bias. If I say something that is true, you may not like it, such as Donald Trump is a liar. You may not like me saying that, but Donald Trump is a liar. So where is the bias here? Now, now, if you, you say, for instance, something that's untrue, which is mostly politics or you're being, being an, an hypocrite, it's a different, different story. But I can prove to you that Donald Trump is a liar. So I can repeat it 10,000 times that would not make me biased because Donald Trump is a liar. Understand that it's not what you say that makes you biased. Is whether what you say is true or not. So, the problem with the Republican legislators is because they never care about the country, they never care about the constituent, they do things that are contrarian to the well being of their constituent, but they so good at deception. They are masters of deception, so they spin it to the point of showing their constituent who, unfortunately, as I mentioned time and again, are either gullible, naive, or ignorant, and not able to understand that their leaders, they're not for them. They don't care about them. 
And, and this, this is what this program is about, to show you exactly what those people are doing and what exactly they intend when they do them, whether they intend it for your well-being or not. Before Donald Trump became president, we show you in 2016, during the campaign, we wrote extensively about the fact that if the country made the mistake of electing Donald Trump, we would literally destroy this nation. In fact, Donald Trump is one of the candidates that I wrote so much about and in a number of those, those publications, I always ended with this famous sentence that Donald Trump is not worth the sacrifice of our nation. And the reason was very simple. Donald Trump has never done anything legal or legitimate in his entire private life. So, of course, I did not expect Donald Trump as president to be any different. Because he spent his life since he was a child being raised by a father that taught him the art of deception, the art of scheming others. So there was no expectation for Donald Trump all of a sudden to become an individual that honest, that has integrity. Of course not, because you don't just wake up the next day and become that person. So I know ahead of time that Donald Trump will be destroying the United States of America. But Donald Trump happened to America not by accident. Oh no, it's not an accident that Donald Trump happened to America. In fact, in, uh, in 2016, one of the articles that I published was before this election was around April. Of course, there was the, the, the campaign were in full fledge, but no one then knew that Donald Trump would be the individual who would become the nominee. Well, except me. On March of 2016, I published an article in which I said that Donald actually in February of 2019. Uh, of 2016, rather. In February of 2016, I published an, act, an article in which I say the Republican nominee is, and I strongly encourage you to go to peoplebridge.org and you will notice that what I'm saying is absolutely true. The article was published at a time when Donald Trump was totally irrelevant, a joke. People think that the guy was just joking, there's no way in the world he could have become the nominee for or let alone becoming president. But story for another day. The article that I published, the road GOP leader must travel, and that road in question, which I strongly encourage you to also uh, read that article, in which I outline the reason that the country is going in the direction the country was going. There was no Donald Trump. In 2009, as I mentioned, and you saw that in some of the announcement, in, in, in an announcement that we have a country that was really in bad shape. The country was in terrible shape. Jobs were being shed. Unemployment rising. Stock market falling. Bankruptcy being almost like candies being distributed. Which means the United States of America needed help. The, the first thing that the Republican leader said, Mitch McConnell, is the first, the very first conference 
Mitch McConnell gave a couple of days after the inauguration. A president that just got sworn in has not done anything yet. Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, his first conference was, our priority is to make certain that Obama is a one-term president. He wasn't joking. Now, you do not necessarily understand the implication of that. You have a Senate Majority Leader doesn't seem to see that his job is to help the president help the country because the country really was in a seriously bad shape. But no, that's not what Mitch McConnell saw as his job. His job was to prevent Obama from doing everything to remedy the situation. So you can talk all you want about politics. But the, the problem, problem of the country, country is confronting is really that. People do not understand that the job is not to prevent the other party from making something good for the country. It is not to help the citizens of the country. It's not a Democrat or a Republican thing. When people are losing their job, the job of the president is to figure out a way to get those jobs back. And the job of the senator, the congressman, is to help the president achieve that. Mitch McConnell saw a very different picture. And Mitch McConnell, I keep saying Mitch McConnell, is the Senate majority leader. He has been for quite some time now. And people in... Washington, the senator, they follow him blindly. Whatever Mitch McConnell said, that's what they do. So when Mitch McConnell say we're not going to help the president get the country out of the predicament, they all follow through. So you're looking for a solution to the problem in America? This is where the problem lies. Mitch McConnell is the problem America has. Yes, people are pointing fingers to Donald Trump because they think Donald Trump is the problem. Yes, Donald Trump is the face of the problem. Donald Trump will be soon. But have you heard what Mitch McConnell already said about the president-elect? We do have a problem. It's not Donald Trump. The hotly contested presidential election is over, but the challenges that lie ahead for this new administration are many and very difficult. Yes, we voted out the destructor of our norms, but our job is not done. The Biden administration will face a very corrupt and uncooperative Republican Party in both the House in the Senate. In 2009, in the midst of a devastating recession with unemployment rising, bankruptcy multiplying, the economy cratering, Mitch McConnell opposed everything Obama tried to do to remedy the situation. It is naive to think it will be different this time. The country simply cannot rely on Republicans, so let's not. Join us live every Saturday at 11 a.m. to bring forth ideas to combat those challenges. Together, we can help rebuild America with Joe. See you soon. If you, if you just join us, my name is Mike Duchenne, and, and this is Fulza, we're talking about rebuilding America. I just, I just mentioned earlier that the big problem, problem that we have in this country, for the past four years, we, we all pointed fingers to Donald Trump. Trump. Because Donald Trump, Trump has a big mouth, and of course, he is a total moron. He doesn't care, care about the country, country and, and he has pretty much exposed what he is there for. Now, 
picture this. Since after, after the election, election Donald, Donald Trump, Trump has been, been uh, doing, doing nothing but uh, trying to, to get back to the Oval office. office, accusing, accusing the, the process, process of being rigged, and of course, hoping that what he has done in his past life, he can, can succeed as president of the United States. States. So, what, what that means is, is in a, in a fairness, if Donald Trump was interested in being president, president if he understood the role of the presidency, instead of spending all this time in the court trying to overturn an election that he had no chance of doing, he would have attended to what currently going on in the country. But as you probably might have already read or heard somewhere, Donald Trump is doing everything to burn down the country. And he said, I'll be back in 2024. So Donald Trump doesn't see the United States of America as something that he needs to protect. To Donald Trump, the presidency is just another form of business for him. He, he has the resources of the presidency in order to further his personal agenda. Look at how much money that Donald Trump raised for the Republicans since, to, since November 3rd. 207,000. 7 million, rather. Look at the number of people who have been infected and lost their lives since that day. Donald Trump never, never care and mention any of that. that. He's spending all the time in the world trying to overturn an election that he lost. To the number of people, they can die. Who cares? He never cares about death. And that's really the sad part about it. Now, you think Donald Trump is the problem? Let me show you what, what happened when Donald Trump was impeached. Donald Trump was, was impeached. And, and Mitch McConnell, the, the Senate Majority Leader, despite the mountain of evidence, despite a, 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 a crowd of witnesses that says, indeed, Donald Trump committed the crime for which he's being impeached. And listen to Mitch McConnell talking exactly about that. There will be no difference between the president's position and our position. Exactly how we go forward, I'm going to coordinate with the president's lawyers. Total coordination uh, with the White House counsel's office. Again, I'm going to take my cues from the, from the president's lawyers. The president's counsel may or may not decide they want to have witnesses. There's no chance. The president's going to be removed from office. Well, there will be no difference between the president's position and our position. Exactly how we go forward, I'm going to coordinate with the president's lawyers. Total coordination uh, with the White House counsel's office. Again, I'm going to take my cues from the, from the president's lawyers. The president's counsel may or may not decide they want to have witnesses. There's no chance the president's going to be removed. The day that Mitch McConnell went on Fox and said those things Donald Trump knew, that there, there is absolutely nothing that he can do that the screaming, the outrage of the people can change. Because Mitch McConnell showed that as far as the United States of America, it does not matter. As I mentioned in this program, we don't just say things it's, it's not, not opinion that we give. We we'll show you exactly where the problem is. The Republicans are the major problem the country is confronting. And Mr. Carlo, being the Senate Majority Leader, show you on national TV, an impeachment procedure is going on, 
He said, I'm never going to It doesn't matter what the witnesses said. It doesn't matter that Donald Trump tried to get a foreign government involved in our election process. It does not matter that Donald Trump is a criminal. There is no way in the world we're going to impeach to remove him from office. Now, Mr. Carapolo kept that in secrecy. He could, could have made that decision, decision uh, with his, his fellow Republicans. Republicans. Or even if he did not, after conferring with his fellow Republicans, Republicans they, they could have come, come to the conclusion, conclusion that, hey, we're not going, going to do that. that. But he felt so emboldened by the fact that, that the Republican constituent did not give a damn about that either. either. Oh, oh yes, they, they don't, don't care, care that Donald Trump has violated the oath of office. They, they don't care that Donald Trump is ruling the country. They don't care about any of that. So the Republican legislature, and that's the major problem the country is confronting, they supposed to be the light for the constituent. They supposed to guide the constituent. They're supposed, They're supposed to take them from darkness and, 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 and tell them, them that no, this is not a good way, that's bad for society, that's bad for the future generation, that's bad for the country. No! They enable it, they encourage it. In fact, they make it, they make those constituents feel so good about their ignorance that those constituents see the Democrats as being the problem. Because it's okay to be ignorant, it's okay not to love the country. It's, it's okay, okay to stand with the person destroying the, the institution. It's okay to stand with the person that's shredding the constitution. It's okay to stand with the person that's shredding the rule of law. Who cares about the United States of America? And that is the making of Mitch McConnell and the Republicans. If he's not smart enough to understand what a legislation is, we know that. And that's, and that's not an, an exaggeration. Donald Trump, Trump can be looking at a piece of legislation and understand absolutely nothing about it. We know, know that. But even worse, we know that he doesn't read. So, who is responsible again? Donald Trump is leaving. But the problem America has still here. What, what are we doing in the Strike and 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 strike. The hotly contested presidential election is over, but the challenges that lie ahead for this new administration are many and very difficult. Yes, we voted out the destructor of our norms, but our job is not done. The Biden administration will face a very corrupt and uncooperative Republican Party in both the House and the Senate. In 2009, in the midst of a devastating recession with unemployment rising, bankruptcy multiplying, the economy cratering, Mitch McConnell opposed everything Obama tried to do to remedy the situation. It is naive to think it will be different this time. The country simply cannot rely on Republicans. So let's not. Join us live every Saturday at 11 a.m. to bring forth ideas to combat those challenges. Together, we can help rebuild America with Joe. See you soon. If you, if you just, just join us, us my, my name is Mike Duchenne, and this is Fulva. We, we are talking about rebuilding America. Many, Many problems in the country, country as, as I mentioned, but when, when those problems are caused by the very people who are supposed to solve those problems, then when we go, what do we do? Not everybody put their hope on Joe Biden, Biden to help solve some, some of the major, major problems, 
But, but with, with people, people like Mitch McConnell, McConnell what, what are the chances that he's going, going to succeed? Because Mitch McConnell, McConnell has already proven in the past that he doesn't care about the direction of the country. So join so me again, again next week when, when we continue this conversation and show you that we, we, do, we can do better in this country. country. If only we can get the Republican to understand the Republican leaders to understand that the job is to help the president do what is good for the constituent. If we can get that done, so we will continue to expose the Republicans in their actions, and hopefully we will get Republican supporters that will get back to their senses and understand that there is only one book called the United, United States, States of America. America. And if, if they, they let the Republican, Republican leaders destroy it, the children, their grandchildren, will also pay a price for that. So I hope you join, join me again next week when we continue the conversation about rebuilding America. In the, In the meantime, I do hope that you take a lot of precaution to against the spread of the coronavirus. Wear your, your mask if you have to be out. out. And, and observe, observe all the, the guidelines that healthcare professionals provide to you so that, that you can be alive and watch history being made on January 20th, 2021. My name is Mike Bishan, and this is Suza. I do hope you have a fantastic weekend. See you soon. That was an update through the prism of common sense. Join us again next week. I am MD, host of the Suzao program, the place for common sense. Send us comments, criticism, suggestions, or simply let us know how it works. Thank you for watching. Have a wonderful weekend. See you soon. I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around And the rumpus and rock is so comfortable now Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow So I got an apartment across from the park Put quinoa in my fridge, still I'm not feeling right Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow Here we go Our podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication, which can be found on the People Branch website located at peoplebranch.org. That's P E O P L E B R A N C H.org. That's peoplebranch.org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles my name is mike duchenne md for short i hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening whichever it happens to be hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast that, that was Suza live from new york good day